So I was talking to my mother yesterday about the different tellings of the resurrection of Christ and I said, well, you know, it it differs according to the different gospels that in some one gospel we have two angels meeting Mary and then eventually Peter and, and John would come and, and so there's just different renditions of what happened at the tomb so again you know one gospel has two angels seeing Mary Magdala one has one seeing Mary of Magdala um, and still another we don't have any any instance of her seeing any angels and but in fact she just runs to the apostles and says the tomb is empty and so my mother asked me well, well which one is right and I said well that's that's the thing there's these are all accounts of what happened in the day of the resurrection and this kind of confused her you know even though she grew up Catholic went to Catholic school and it's just interesting because there are so many other um, books of the Bible that didn't make the the Bible as we see it today um, there's the Gospel of Thomas and the Gospel of Mary Magdalene and so it's just interesting how we sometimes see people taking one gospel and saying, taking one particular instance in the gospel and using that to judge someone else. Whereas we need to be taking the gospels and the overarching teachings so rather than looking at it literally, we look at the holistic side of it. And so it really doesn't matter if there's two angels that met Mary Magdalene or one or none. The fact is that Mary Magdalene persevered and she was the one at the tomb waiting for Jesus or just mourning for Jesus. Um, and that does occur in all four Gospels. And it shows that she actually did have a very profound influence, or she was very influenced by Jesus. And, but even, you know, how some parables occur in one Gospel and some don't, we, we have to look at the overarching teachings of these Gospels. What does it mean? And who was the audience that these, will, these additions of the life of Jesus and his resurrection, his death and resurrection, what, what audience did that speak to and how was this accounted for so the different audiences will affect 
how the gospel is told, what is omitted and what is not. But the bottom line is, you know, even today, you speak to one group one way, and you speak to another group another way, you leave out certain things. But the message should be consistent, and indeed it is. So, no matter if somebody wants to judge someone else for a very specific line in a gospel, we have to be very careful. We have to look at that message in the context of how it was presented even back then. But ultimately, the message overarching is that we need to be a little bit more compassionate towards one another. That is, it is the lowly who are upheld in the Gospels. There isn't an instance in the Gospel where Jesus upholds the rich. There just isn't. He acknowledges taxes and says, this coin belongs to Caesar, so pay to Caesar. So he he recognizes what belongs to the world, but he teaches us to recognize what deep inside we should hold much more sacred. Happy Easter to everyone. Mm -hmm.